Hey, this is Mary Bicknell. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon. This is for you if you're a woman business owner, female entrepreneur, and you've gotten stuck. You've hit some ceiling, an income ceiling, some time ceiling. Maybe you've lost your belief a little bit. Maybe you're not in love with your business. Or maybe you already are soaring in success, but you just want some new strategies, some new ideas. That's what we're going to talk about. Mindset, sales, strategy, planning, getting shit done so that you can ultimately do whatever the hell you want to do because you deserve to have a life and a business that you love. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, everybody. I have a special guest with me today, Liz Hatcher. What you're going to find out is the magic behind women helping women, women being connected with other women. Liz is the CEO and founder of Women to Women Network. And, you know, I get the honor to be around her because she's here in Portland and she has a new satellite, uh, a new, um, a new location in Idaho. And of course she's going to be expanding all across the country. We're going to be talking about that, but let me share a little bit with you. I love how she calls herself an accidental leader. Leadership is something that she fell into and then embraced when she realized she could help others rise up. And that's what we're talking about. Stepping into their own potential, which is a big part of the backstory behind her. I mean, like zooming to the top organization. How many people do you have now, Liz? How many members? We're over 150 members. Yeah, that's incredible. So um, Liz has been an entrepreneur for quite some time, a copywriter, and then she just decided to devote 100% to Women to Women Network. So we're really going to talk the real deal conversation like we always do when we have guests here on Lead a Life on Common. And welcome, Liz. Thank you. And I, I love the, the real deal. Let, let's meet the real Liz. Yes. I feel like there's this persona about me and I don't know that it is really true to who I really am. And I, I love that. Why I do you think you, why, me. what does that mean exactly? I love, it's funny that word persona has come up for me over the last couple of days. So I just, I love when stuff like that happens where, what does that mean to you? Like, what does that even mean? Like the persona that you think people perceive you versus the real persona. What does that even mean to you? I, um, I embrace my flaws. I'm, uh, we all are a work in progress Yeah. and I try to present myself as professional, as competent, as capable, confident. I believe all that about myself. Yeah, of course. But I also know all the other stuff, you yeah. know, and all my, all my warts and wrinkles and, and everything in between and, and the, the missteps. And I want women to not only see me as this confident, capable person who is, is doing things she never thought she could do because I want them to, you can do this too, Yes, but not get caught up in the, the, what I'm capable of and this, this leader that I've stepped into, but also see the woman behind who's going, Oh my God, what am I doing? Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm a real person. So what I hear you saying really is, is that, you know, we, there's moments that we do step into that professional persona, right? It's like that moment where it's, uh, you know, snap our fingers and there we are, right? Like uh, on, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. And then what your message is, is to remind women that you can be both the leader and like the real human being, right? You can be, you can be a leader and you can be vulnerable at the same time. And maybe perhaps that's the best about leadership. 
Yes. That, that you really show who you really are so that, you know, leaders, I believe that we leaders, women leaders, we need to show, share the behind the scenes. We need to tell the real deal because in today's world, what we see is all this facade. Yes. And I think true leadership, there's confidence that comes in being um, authentic, vulnerable, transparent. I believe strongly that that's the kind of leadership that women want more and more of, because it seems like everything online is less and less of that. No, I agree wholeheartedly. And that's really where we started when I launched Women to Women back in the very, very beginning. I had no idea we were creating a group. Yeah. We were just a group of women wanting to get together and have genuine conversations Yes, and be real about our businesses and be real about our struggles and talk about our emotions and yes. our fears and, and what we were trying to overcome. And these were not conversations we thought we could have in your typical networking meetings where you had to be on. Yeah. And you had to show up. I didn't want to show up anymore. I just wanted to to meet women where they were and, and have them meet me where I was. And let's just talk about it and get real. Have you left a five-star review or a comment? Have you asked me a question? I respond to every single thing. I don't farm this out to my assistant. I want to hear directly from you. Yes. And you know what? I think that's so much is like, that's, you know, and we are business women too. So we also recognize that I believe strongly that that's what our clients want, right? They want to pay for, they want to invest with somebody who is real because they don't want to be set up with, you know, thinking that they too then have to put on some facade or something along those lines. Right. I was actually just talking to one of my private clients about this yesterday. And that's why the word persona, um, and she went to an event, she lives in California. And she just felt like everyone was like, like you said, like on, and I was like, oh, come up here to Portland, you know, or, <laughs> or start your, like, I'll connect you to, she could start something down there, but that real conversation. So, yeah. so you're finding more and more women are wanting this. And so do you, so I know you've grown so much in the last one year since you and yes. I talked about it about a year ago. Do you think there was a change in how you were showing up before compared to how you're showing up now? And is the um, member a different person now? Uh, yes and no. Uh, mm -hmm. So we'll tackle the first part. Yes, I do think I'm showing up differently. I feel like I finally embraced what was happening with this organization and that I needed to step into that leadership role, whether I really wanted to or not, Yeah, that I could do it in a way that was very comfortable with me and to really lean into it. Um, that was something that a coach told me sometime last year was to just lean into the possible of what I can become and what yes. I can do. And yeah. I've just run with that phrase that that hit home for me, lean into the possible step into the possible. Don't hold back. Right. And when I started really saying yes, to everything that women to women could be and what I could do, it got easier it's a lot more complicated now. We're a much more complex organization and I'm hiring yeah. and, and it, all of that comes I with know, it. It's so great. It's very exciting, but my whole um, attitude about it and comfort with myself in this role completely changed. So yes, I'm showing up very differently. I think that um, the women when they are original, we have some founding members that are still part of the, the group and members that joined um, pre-COVID and survived the ride yeah. and are still with us, uh, I, their transformation, how they showed up in the beginning to where they are now. Yeah. I know this group is having an impact and helping them 
um, become whatever it is they're they're trying to become. And so, yes, there's there they are not the same woman they were when they joined. Yes, they that different women are showing up. Yes and no, we still are attracting the um, the entrepreneur, the the startup, the I'm brand new to business, I'm brand new to networking, I don't quite know what I'm doing. But we're also attracting really powerful women who are there, they're there and they're ready to go to the next level right. or they're at the next level. And they're like, come on with me. Let's go. Amen. Together. That's what I'm here about. And right. So we're, we're expanding um, our whole uh, programming, everything, the cert, what we offer for women so that we can meet a broader spectrum because yeah. we're attracting a broader spectrum. And well, that's exciting. It is exciting. Why do you think women are joining? Like, what do you think when you said women are new to networking? Like, what are some of the key tips that you have for when someone comes to a, a, just networking in general? Like, what does that even mean? I, you know, because like the picture that a lot of us have, right? We're like, oh my God, we got to go network. That means slap the hands and, you know, and like, so you got that pitch. Let's like, let's pitch ourselves that, that quick. And, and how have things changed now that, you know, post COVID we're getting back in to making real connections. Like what, what is the, what are the mistakes that people make? And what's, what are some, a couple tips that people can implement, women can implement right now across the country and the world that will be listening to this when they're networking? If you approach networking from the standpoint of, I've got to get leads. Yeah. Got to increase my network. I've got to make connections. I've got to, you know, you're got, I've got to, got to, got to drop that. You're there to explore. You're there to, yes, make connections, but it's to build relationships. You have no idea mm-hmm. what somebody brings to the table and they have no idea what you bring to the table and what you are trying to sell is completely the, it's like going to third base on the first date. You just don't Yeah. <laughs> you don't go there. Let's get to know each other. Let's, let's see if we resonate and, and if we can have a real conversation and, and just be people and the networking becomes fun. It's still serious business and you do follow up and through those exploratory, the the whole process of discovery, learning somebody, getting to know somebody all about her business, all about what she does, what she offers, who she likes to work with. And in there, you're like, how can I help this person? Oh, I could connect her with so-and-so. Oh, I could connect her with so-and-so. And it's no longer about yourself. When you come into networking, thinking this is about everybody else in the room. It's not about me. Wow. Something happens. And say that again. Let's pause for a second. That was so good. What's the thought that she needs to have when she walks in again, say what you just said, that it's not about her. It's about everybody else in the room. Yes. Yeah. When, when, and then people ask, you know, how do you become a lead magnet? Well, I hate that term, but if you want to attract others to you, then go in with the expectation that you're not going to be attracting anybody. You're there to help them. Yes. And with that just servant approach of what can I do for you? It's so funny too, because I get asked that question. Well, how can I help you? How can I be of service to you? How can I help you? Somebody will ask me that. I'm like, I have no idea. I'm here to help you. Yeah. (laughs) And I have to go, wait, what do I need? What do I need? What are my needs? You know, Zig Ziglar was, um, you know, I've been in sales, of course, had businesses for years and years. And he said, um, when you help enough other people get what they want, you'll have everything that you could ever want in your life. And that's, that's that servant, you know, thinking ahead. 
right? Absolutely. It's, 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 and I think the other thing too is, um, you know, I'm a big believer, at least this is how I coach my clients. It's like, when you're in it, when you're in your business for your life, like, or like, this is your business, yes. you know, that, that, that's the, that, that going into an environment and really seeking to, and I wrote down what you said about explore. I love that word, explore the environment, explore what's possible for that other person, how you might be able to help them. Like if you believe that your business is sustainable, then you know that planting all these seeds, making all these connections, it it's going to come back to you. It's going, you just, it, when you believe that, right, it's about having the thought and the belief that when you're there to serve, when you're there to make those connections, like that, that all is going to come back to you somehow because nothing's more repulsive than, than that grabby person. There is this networking event and I always bring this up with my clients and I, I don't remember where this was. And this is like six or seven years, but this guy walked in and he had this huge button. So for those of you listening, I'm putting, I'm, I'm putting my hands together and this button on his shirt was as big as my palm. Um, and it said, I sell insurance. And I know he was thinking that some gimmicky something, but it was also repugnant. You know, it was just like, and, and what is that saying? That's like me, 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 right. And instead looking at the other person, right. That they have, they have a sign on them that says something like, Hey, you know, I'm a normal person. Like talk to me that way or something, you know? Right. Yes. Yeah. It's funny that I've been to meetings like that. Um, and you know, the, the very aggressive salesperson, yeah. Like, I'm not here to be sold. I'm here to get to know you. Um, you know, I may not be your customer, but I might know your customer. Yes. And, you know, it'd be nice if you bothered to get to know me. You have no idea what my needs are. Right. I'm seeing this on LinkedIn. I don't know. This popped into my head. Yeah. I get, um, I'm sure you do too. People reach out on LinkedIn all the time, making connections. And the one that is cracking me up, I, I've gotten this in messages, emails, and texts. I'm like, how'd you get my phone number? Whatever. And it's, um, are you still coaching? Are you looking for coaching clients? And then they launch into their whole thing of how they can help a coach. I'm like, I'm not a coach. You didn't even bother to read my profile. Yes. Wow. And you just launched into a sales pitch without trying to get to know me at all. And I see that mistake happen again and again and again. Um, more on with online networking, you know, people trying to network through social media rather yeah. than really building that relationship first. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. You know, LinkedIn is a great location for finding lots of clients, but yes, when you just, like you said, would you say you like go into third base when you're on your first date yeah. <laughs> in the DMS, right. When we're making these connections and mm-hmm. it's just, um, there's nothing, there's nothing and it's clear, you know, that somebody made a connection just to immediately pitch you. It's the same yeah. kind of thing. I think that, you know, online networking is, um, like how you should be doing it in person. It's the, the authenticity. So right. to that point, how have you, when you structured women to women network, how, what were some of the thoughts that you had about what you did not want it, your, your company, your institution to be mm-hmm. like compared to other, you know, cause there are other networking arenas out there in the world. What were, what were some of the things that stood out besides the hard sales pitching that you wanted to ensure that you created a culture within women to women network that wasn't like other networking events? I wanted it to be welcoming. very genuine come as you are I wanted it to be easily accessible 
I wanted it to be affordable. I wanted it to be convenient. And that's why we started in, in the suburbs. I'm like all, all the networking meetings that I was interested in attending and would try to attend were either downtown or far, there was nothing near me, nothing yeah. in the suburbs. Right. And I'm like, well, this is crazy. Women entrepreneurs are predominantly moms working at home in the suburbs. Why are they going downtown for a networking meeting when they're not there? They don't work downtown. So right. why are all these meetings downtown? Why are all these meetings always in a fancy place that cost me a lot of money to attend? Why can't we just meet for coffee at the rec center and it's free? Yeah, that's where we started. And we've grown from there considerably. Yeah, that was where we started. I wanted it to be easy access. I wanted it to be um, meet, like I said, meet women where they were. Right. Rather than come dress up, show up, and and be all that at an event downtown. And we do some events. Right. I mean, I'm like, I like a little bit of that, Liz. I I do. Like, I mean, after sitting here, like, I got my nice shirt on, but down here, I got my my pumpkin color cover colored um leggings on. So I do appreciate putting on some heels, even though I haven't worn many heels over the last couple of years post COVID. So I mean, we like that, but also that can't be all of it. I mean, that's what I hear. Yes, that that you know part of it because I know you have several different things. You have like people getting together and going for a walk, or whether it is more of a you know we're putting on our heels kind of event, mm-hmm. and you have a mix of that. And I think that is one of the things that from from outside looking in, and of course now being in it, it's like that's part of I think the draw is that it's appealing to the variety of who we are, right? It's not just like you started with that persona of I am so professional, right? It's right. like we're also so much more of that. So you expanded into Idaho. How did that come about? And and where do you want to go from there? So Idaho um, had kind of been on my radar. Uh, I'm familiar with Boise from years ago doing trade shows over there. Um, fabulous community. I really, really love, we almost moved there, me and my husband. Love yes. the area. I could still yeah. live there. Yeah. Um, and so I knew that, you know, that when we, when it was time to expand, that Boise would be an, an easy jump, um, relatively easy. I mean, still, it's, you got to get on a plane, you got to go there, but it was the right size community. It's a second tier city, not a ton of women's networking groups going on there. I did my research um, and yet a booming community. I'm like, this would be a safe, easy way for me to start. Um, I, it's just a matter of getting a leader who's there, you know, leaders on the ground. How am I going to open up a region remotely? How am I going to do all this? And, um, I was actually thinking probably next year, not this year, not 2022, but 2023. And I got a call out of the blue from an old friend, um, former client. We became friends, lost touch. We hadn't talked in, oh my gosh, maybe 10 years. I had no idea that she was one of my followers, watching the group and seeing what was happening. And she called me up and she's like, Hey, this is Christy. It's been a long time. I'm like, Oh my God, I was so excited to hear from her. She's like, so this, this little thing you're doing that isn't so little anymore, what would it take for it to come to Boise? I'm like, Christy, you asked at the right time. Yay. Want to step into leadership? Let's have a conversation. I mean, it wasn't quite that black and white, but we spent the summer back and forth. She came over here a couple of times. Her daughter, I think was playing softball here. So it just worked out well. I went over there um, and we, we just kind of started, okay, what is this going to look like? 
And she was, she, I've known her so long and she's very accomplished. She's a commercial banker. She's, she's got all the, all of her career in corporate going on. She, she's a natural leader. Yeah. Um, but the question I had for her was, why do you want to do this? Because I didn't want someone who was like, oh, this would be fun to do. Let's, let's get this organization here. Right. I wanted it to really align with what she was looking for. And where she sees herself in five years and how does stepping into this role because it's a heavy lift this isn't like this easy thing of oh I'm gonna you know throw a happy hour once a month there's a lot more to it and uh I wanted to make sure that what she was looking for out of this experience was actually going to help her with where she wanted to be. Like I said, in five years what were her yeah. long range goals right um how did she see herself evolving? And what was, what was so appealing about stepping into this role and then how I could support her and what kind of leadership development was going to follow. And we can come back to this later if you want, but I firmly believe that the best way to become a leader and you don't go take a bunch of courses and training. You know, oh, there's God. lots of leadership development and leadership training. The best way to learn how to be a leader is to simply step into it and start doing it and start making the mistakes that make you better. Yes. That's how you learn so this. we can talk about that all day. Cause I believe that is strongly, you know, a, a couple of things. One, I want to reflect back to what one of the things that you said though, was, um, oh, of course now it just completely left my mind. Hold on, hold on. You said, okay, I'm going to have to come back to that because it just <laughs> left my mind, because this is really the more important thing right here about stepping into, oh no, it was about Christy following you. That's what mm -hmm. I want to point. I want to pause on that. So many times people are like, oh my God, I don't know. I don't see all the followers. I don't see all this. And here this woman reached out to you after seeing you show up. So that's for all my clients who I tell and all the clients and all the people that are listening to us. When you think that people may not be seeing what you're doing, but I want to remind you, people are watching. So show up and do like she's saying, like you're saying, Liz is like, step into leadership. People are watching. They're waiting. They're waiting. I believe for so many of us women to step up and lead yes. the way, because yes. you know what, that gives them permission to do yes. it. And it sounds like that's kind of what happened with your friend, Christy, right? As she was watching, you had no idea that she was watching and she was like, holy stars, look at what's happening. I want to be a part of this. Right. It's like, you gave her permission to step even more fully into her leadership. Right. I think that's right. so huge. So the real conversation though, is also about like stepping into and creating something like this. I know there was ups and downs, right? Oh Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and how do you think as, and I know you've had a, other business as a copywriter, et cetera. It's like, what are your, what are your thoughts around that as a woman? Like as we grow and as we lead and as we expand our businesses, like what are some of the ups and downs that you've had? So I, at first I, I need to say that I am the kind of person I see opportunity everywhere and it's serious squirrel syndrome. I'm like next shiny object, I'm all over it. And I thrive on change and I love the creative process. Yeah. And I, at the time, you know, I didn't realize that I was being creative in this whole right. thing with women, women, it has been an incredible creative process, yes. right? But it's also something that I just jumped in saying, yeah, let's do this without really thinking it through. And every step of the way it's been, okay, we need to do this. Sure. Let's do that. A member or I hear from enough other women saying, oh, it'd be great if we had this. I'm like, well, why can't we? Let's just do it. 
and that's how we have grown. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, we've created a little bit of a juggernaut. Um, it's great. It's become a little bit complex. Now I need to really look at the tools and the processes and the, the, this is the stuff I don't like. Right. Right. of, Of the machinery that runs an organization. Yes. And I'm investing in people. I, I spent the first couple of years investing, um, in just the basics and, and good marketing and investing in myself, to, to really step into what I'm doing. And now I'm, I'm investing heavily in people and software and tools and, and all the things. And I'm thinking five years ahead, 10 years ahead. When I launched, I was like, what do we need today? And every step of the way, it's what do we need today? What do we need to get this done today? And now I'm like, okay, that got us here, but that is not going to get us where we are growing so fast. And if I don't prepare for what's coming, we will implode. And so there were things I put in place this spring, knowing I was going to need it. And oh, thank God I did, because 2022 was an incredible year. It's like, I know COVID's not gone. It'll never be gone, like the flu. It's never going to go away. But the doors of the world opened up again. And it was the floodgates. Yeah. So I love what you said. Let's talk about that a little bit more because I think that this is hugely valuable. So many times when, when women are making an investment, whatever it is, whether they're hiring somebody, whether they're building their team, it's that moment of investment. It's like, it's um, casting the net in, you know, it's really, it's like also having your own back and making the decision. I'm going to make this, this is happening hell or high water. Even if in the moment, like you said, you're hiring team, you're hiring software, you know, whether, whatever that looks like, whatever investment for the future, it's like, you're all in. And I find that a lot of times women stop right there, right? You can get to a certain level, right? You can get to an income level for you. You can get to the number of members level. You can expand Portland, but you want to go all over the country. Like you, we all have these things, the potential, but a lot of times people though, they're like, they're in like, this is good because the next jump, the next level takes like what you said, you're, what got you to where you are is never going to get you to the mm-hmm. big, bold ass dream goal, et cetera. And right. it's, it's that moment, I believe that shows people's character, right? Because they have to have their own back. So what were some of the thoughts that you had to your own self about making that kind of leap? Because I know that, you know, sometimes people, they retreat, right? We get this income ceiling. We get this like, ex, like expansion ceiling. We get this visibility ceiling knowing, oh my God, to get the next thing, all of those things have to be shattered. And for a lot of people, that's very scary. So they'll just stay where they are. Cause it's good enough. What were some of the things that you had to tell yourself about making those investments? I have gotten really good at recognizing when I'm hitting a wall. Yeah. Um, cause I've done it throughout my career from, you know, previously with jobs and that window of hitting the wall got shorter and shorter. And what, what made me say yes to women to women in the first place was hitting a wall emotionally. When I was running my, my copywriting business, yeah. it was taken off. Women to women was just a volunteer thing. Didn't have a name yet. Um, and I would, I'd only been 18 months in and I hit the wall and I 
the feeling was all too familiar because it was exactly how I felt when I left my job yeah. to start my business. Yes. And the thought running through my head then was, oh shit, this was my exit strategy. And I'm hit and I feel the same way I did when I left my job. Where do I go now? Yeah. And that's when I hired a coach. It's like, okay, I, I need help. And so very quickly was able to recognize what was going on and what I needed to do, what I needed to say yes to. So there was that. Then um, it was, uh, oh, sometime last year, um, you know, in the midst of COVID, of, you know, still being a little afraid of, of, of okay, this is, this is good. I don't know how long it's going to last. We're in COVID, you know, yeah, I, I have these ideas, you know, they're 10 years down the road, 10 years down there was always 10 years down the road. Wow. And every year that passed, oh yeah, well, it's just 10 years down the road. That's okay. crazy, right? <laughs> 10 years is a long ways <laughs> off. And if I keep pushing it off, well, 10 years is, I'm going right. to look how, look how your tricky, tricky brain kept tricking you, right? It's yes. like, like pushing that goal out instead of just like putting it right in your yeah, face. Yeah. And I was feeling like, why can't I figure this out? It's just, just it's feeling heavy again. And so, okay, work with another coach, completely different kind of coach on just, I need to understand business processes. I need yep. to understand value. I need to understand pricing. I need to have, be able to have those conversations and not be afraid of them so that I can raise the bar income wise and revenue wise. I was recognizing that how we had set up women to women. I'm like, this is not sustainable. It, it is self-sustaining from a financial standpoint, but it's not financially sustainable for me. Yes. And right. I was so afraid to raise our rates, to change our due structure, change the organization. And I got help and got people to push, push me through. And we made that push through and the organization did another bump in growth, which I'm like, wow, you charge more, they'll wow, more people join. Okay, great. Okay. I tell that to everybody. <laughs> Hello, by the way, charge more yes. money psychologically. Yes. People, we want to, you know, it, it can, it, it, it's telling that there's some, um, that the quality is different, right? When you're, when you're investing differently you have a different outcome. So yes, yeah, so definitely yes. raise your rates. Everybody who's listening, raise your rates, whatever they are right now. Right. Right. And so here we are having this explosive growth this year. And I'm looking at, you know, what it, I no longer say 10 years, this is five years out now um, or less. I mean, it's everything happened so fast where we are today. I thought we'd be maybe two or three years away from at the rate we were going, we have grown exponentially. We, you know, year one, uh, in year two, we, we doubled in year three, we tripled, we're on track to almost quadruple. Yeah, so, okay. That's so exciting. Exponentially. And I can see that how this will continue to just become exponential. The more chapters you have, the more leaders you have, the more members you're going to have, the more the growth is going to happen at a faster and faster rate. Yes. Holy crap. How do I keep up? Yes. And there are, there are times I'm like, I could just stop right here and life would be really easy. Yep but I would not be fulfilled. Yes. And that's what I want to talk about. What you said was you had the moment where you recognized that the organization was self-sustaining, but it wasn't sustaining for you profitability, I'm sure. But also like, like you just said, fulfillment wise, right? Yes. Because this is part of, like you said, you know, you're, you're creative at heart, right? You have that background, right? Where you're a copywriter. So you, you like being creative. You like being thinking outside the box. You like solving these puzzles. And so that I think is one of the moments also, um, where 
a lot of women stop themselves is that they don't give themselves permission to really want to do whatever their business is for themselves. I'm very much with my clients. Like I want to help you blow your own freaking mind about what you're capable of and not be afraid of finding out. Right. And, it, and that's exactly, I mean, quadrupling this year, that's crazy town for any business. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is exciting. And I look ahead to where we're going and what, what I'm building and, and we are building. I use the, we a lot with women, women, because it's never been just me. Yes. It's always been a team. Yeah. I own it. I'm the sole owner, but right. You know, I have a team, an amazing team of women. And through the membership, there are more and more women saying, hey, can I step into leadership? How can I help? What can I do? And so we've, that's allowed us to expand. And we're creating more opportunities for women to step into leadership and run little chunks of of women to women. Take ownership of it. I want you to. Um, And I have no idea how I'm going to get to where we're going. But I have no doubt it will happen. And I have no doubt that I will figure it out along the way. And I'll hire the people I need to hire. I'll implement the systems I need to implement. And if I ever have a question, I, I my God, I have a network I can ask. <laughs> the women in, in the, the organization are an amazing resource of talent. I don't need to look far anymore to find yes. answers or to right. get help. Amen. And so I don't, I don't worry about that. I don't let that stop me of, Oh, I don't know how to do this. Well, figure it out. That's exactly what I was going to ask you to speak some more about, because that I think is the thing, right? It's like, Two, a couple things, what you said, one is like, you may not know the how, but you're going to find the how you, 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 and you said, I have no doubt is actually verbatim. What you just said, I have no doubt. And I think if women had more and more of that thought for themselves, I have no doubt. I will figure out the how just, gosh, I have chills. It just chokes me up. I'm like, if more women just believed that. Yeah. Radical changes would happen in our in our world for sure, and um, I love that you said that. That is such a perfect way to to end. But first, I want you to share. You know, when people are listening, how can they reach out to you? What if they're they're sitting somewhere in Atlanta or wherever? Like, what's the next step if somebody wants to talk to you about having their own, you know, expanding into their location? My contact info is on our website. Right. So women to women. Okay. Well, let me get it right. It's not women to women network. It is women to women network. The website is W T O W network.com. And of course we'll have it wherever all of the socials that this goes to. Seriously, just ask. I tell this to my members. I tell this to anybody just ask and I'll have the conversation with you. I will meet with you one-on-one. We can meet on zoom. If you're local, we can meet in person. You know, it, it doesn't matter. We have a member in Spain. She's like, when are you coming to Spain? I'm like, hang on, Heather. <laughs> we'll get I'll there. go with you. I volunteer to help you. Yeah. I'll volunteer to help you go with you and, yeah. um, and help and help Heather. Okay. I volunteer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you, how do you define leading a life on common Liz? Oh boy. You just don't hold back. Yeah. Don't hold back. You know, the worst thing anybody could ever say to me is you can't do that mm. because to me, that's an immediate challenge of, Oh yeah, watch me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I, I, I never think to not do something. I just 
jump in. Yeah. And if something doesn't feel right, I have no problem making changes. Yeah. I'm not afraid of change. So embrace yes. change. Yes. And, and be willing to just take what comes, you know, and, and then make it your own. You, 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 you don't have to do everything, but do the things that bring you joy and yeah. recognize that. And you're never, the only time you, you are actually stuck is if you think you're stuck. Mm. You're never really that. stuck. You're amen. You're never truly stuck. Liz, I love our conversations. I know we can talk, talk, talk. I'm looking forward to seeing you very soon at our very next meeting. So thank you so much for being a guest here on Lead a Life Uncommon. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. Bye everybody. Hey, thanks for listening. Pop over to marybicknell.com slash gifts. I want to give you the fear breakthrough formula. This is going to help you bust through some of that limiting thinking because I know that what that the bottom line is fear is in the way of success. So what got you where you are, my friends, is not going to get you where you want to go. And fear a lot of times has something to do with it. So let me give you this breakthrough. I'll talk to you soon.